Welcome Home, a podcast brought to you by John Houston Homes. Join hosts Chelsea Frazier and Whitney Pryor as they walk you through the exciting adventure of your home buying and building journey. Hey guys, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Welcome Home Podcast. I'm Whitney and I have Chelsea here with me. Hey Chelsea. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you today? Loving this warm weather. Yes, it's starting to feel like springtime, getting yes. into summer. Yes, yeah. the rain has kind of stopped. We can finally, finally. get outside. Got yes. those long, long days and can go time on walks change. and runs. And yes, it's great. I love this time of year. This is my favorite. Mm-hmm. We've got some great guests with us today, and yes. I'm really excited to hear their story. Um, their four stories because they've built with us that many times. Four times, yes. So why don't you go ahead and introduce us to our guests today? So today we're talking to Andrea and Justin Lathrop, and I'm really excited to talk with them because they've built four times with John Houston Homes, and they have, there's so many dimensions to their story. So we've got a lot to talk about from where they started uh, with John Houston Homes and all the journey along the way and just kind of how it's come full circle. So welcome to the show, Andrea and Justin. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, we're excited to be with you guys. So we wanted to start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your family. Sure. So uh, Andrea and I have uh, been in Texas. Uh, we moved here 19 years ago. Um, we have two children, McKenna, who is 16, and Parker, who turns 13 next week or this week, the end of this week. So excited about uh, about two that. Two teenagers. So two teenagers. So that's <laughs> a, a new new season in life. Andrew, you want to add anything to the family dynamic there? Yeah, we've been married 21 years and love living in Texas. That We'll get to that in our story, but we actually uh, returned to Texas this Got past here. year. Mm-hmm. Got here as fast as you could, right? Yes. <laughs> so are you guys the one that brought the snowstorm with, uh, Man, with you? <laughs> I, it, honestly, we moved from Florida and when that snowstorm hit, we thought, what have we done? Yes. But, <laughs> but Where are we? It's over. We it's a distant happen. memory now. Yes. Let's pretend like it didn't happen. Exactly. Fine with me. <laughs> what are your hobbies or interests? What do you do as a family on the weekends? Or We love sports. So a good weekend for us is something outside. Ideally with the kids, uh, tennis, uh, volleyball, that sort of thing. I love to be outside in general, um, gardening, working with plants. I'm not like the best at it, but I am determined (laughs) to get better at it. And I like to read. Justin listens to books. I like to listen to books. I like people to read to me. Yes. Which is, I think, just as good, if not better. And then, uh, yeah, I have a new hobby both actually my hobbies are kind of COVID hobbies you know like they came in this season yeah. one of those is woodworking which I mean wow. before last year I was the guy who hired someone to hang pictures in my house I mean I didn't <laughs> want to hammer nails into the wall so that's been a new uh, adventure nice. and then uh, pickleball which is a kind of a newer oh, sport kind of yep. tennis meets ping pong uh, which I am also advocating that in your new neighborhoods you put pickleball courts oh my in. So I just, love it. Just, uh, my no. family plays pickleball. Yeah. I'm actually heading into our family reunion this weekend. We do every Easter and uh, we're already starting the smack talk with pickleball. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even know if you can do that with pickleball. You but. can. And let me know where that's at. I might I stop <laughs> by. So I love it. It's yeah. so funny. People we're are like, what is it? I'm like, that's what I say. What is it? Giant ping pong or mm-hmm. little it's, tennis? It's I don't really know. more giant ping pong, little tennis, but it's yeah, a combination. <laughs> That sounds really fun. Yeah. 
Well, you're currently in your fourth John Houston home, but your journey started 16 years ago. How did you first meet John Houston? So, I mean, John, uh, we've known him really since we moved to Texas. He was a member at the church that Andrew and I moved here for when we came on staff. We were on staff as pastors uh, at the church. And so he was just an active member and, you know, in, involved in in leadership on the board and different things. And so we just became friends. And uh, and through that time, Andrea was working at the church and uh, was ready for something new. And John was just about ready to start the company. And so it's really funny now looking back on it because I actually talked to John about it, uh, about Andrea as a way of, she was about, to, we were about to have our first child and it was a way to kind of slow down it was something which mm-hmm. really doesn't make any sense when you think about it now because nothing <laughs> slowed down in that job when she transitioned from <laughs> yeah. the church uh, pastoral world into starting uh, Jay Houston Homes. So, um, but that's how it all started. And that was, that would be right around 17 years ago. Right. Yeah. John was building his, he had started his second home and uh, was, I was kind of his first hire outside of like subcontractors and, you know, our trades. Uh, so that was, it was really, really awesome. It was really fun to be in on that part of the story of this company. Yes, we can, you can tell us more stories about John in the early days later <laughs> offline if you want. Yes, they're all good though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you had to be a jack of all trades as yes. being the first hire. You were the starts department, the purchasing, yes. all of it. Yep. <laughs> Paid the bills yeah. and met with the customers and found the lots and worked wow. with the subs. And I loved the variety of it because mm-hmm. it's like a startup right. and being so close to hearing John's heart and his vision you know, kind of makes it easy to kind of run yeah, towards the fulfillment of that. So Definitely. yeah, it was, it was exciting. Are you still friends with anyone you made when you were, when you first started working? Do you have relationships that yes. you've kept over the years? Sure. Our sales guys, uh, I mean, who's sold all four of our house or at least the last three yes. houses is still. We're very friend. close with them and we're very close with John and Tracy uh, still we built a house next door on purpose with, you know, the, the CFO of this company mm-hmm. and so many of the early hires in those days, I just um, have nothing but love and great respect for. Yeah. Not many people can want to work with someone all day and then also go home and be their neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> so that's saying a lot for sure. It is. Okay. So you decided to build a home for the first time. Where did you build first? We built in Oakleaf. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really, it's funny to think about cause, um, we really wanted a, a one level home, like no stairs. Right. We just had our first baby. I was kind of, kind of like safety patrol scare, you know, the guy <laughs> yeah, that goes definitely. in like in the middle of the night to make sure your baby's still breathing right. type stuff. And, <laughs> and so no stair, you know, one level mm-hmm. was a big deal to us. So we, that right. was one of the things we looked at, I think. Having a guest room, we Andrea uh, loves. Well, we both love entertaining, but having people stay the night when they come in town, we have lots of family that visit or friends that visit. So, so those were kind of the main things. There was a few others. Well, and we hosted a lot of events like with the church, and we were working with the young adults at the time. And so, having that like extra game room space mm-hmm. uh, was really important to us. And I, I was thinking about our conversation and going, I was like so determined to have a formal dining room, like. <laughs> we will make that formal dining room fit. And then every time we had a large group of people over, I would always try to coax everyone into the formal dining room. Like <laughs> no one please, would go in, no one wants sit to there, go. please no. come over here and sit here. And just 
hanging out at that kitchen and kind of that breakfast nook space mm-hmm. and like the living area. And so that is something we ended up changing the next go around. Yep. It's our last formal dining room. I know. That? I was mm-hmm. tired of being frustrated with people not doing what I wanted <laughs> them to do with that space. So for it sounds like formal dining was one of the changes you made on the second go around. Were there, there any others that you discovered on that first building process where you were like, yeah, no, we're going to change this on the next one? I think for me, you know, of course, after a few years in for the, the next house with with John, um, you know, the first floor or having a one floor was big the first time. The second time was having a second floor. So <laughs> oh, really? get the kids out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the like, way. Like we really need them to go upstairs, <laughs> upstairs. and be quiet, you know, versus <laughs> everyone. Yeah. yeah. So I think that would be a change in our next house. We did a second floor. Um, I know the neighborhood was a big deal. We'd kind of built on a acre of land and you know spread mm-hmm. out no sidewalks you yes. know that kind of thing so when we moved into the the next house with John and he was still you know just that was I don't know if it was his first community but it was definitely one of his first communities where there was a pool for the community there was sidewalks yeah. and parks and right and that mm-hmm. was a big selling point for us yeah I was th- I think we learned early on we're like we're still young enough and this is before his woodworking days it's like we weren't going <laughs> to like be able to, you know, man, manage this land that we had. And we, and as, as our kids got older, we were like, we actually want a fence. We want a small fence yard. And, and we loved the Harmony community in Red Oak because um, it had those green spaces for families. But I'm like, but that's not ours to tend. (laughs) That's ours to enjoy. And so I think that's what made sense. And we had, I mean, no less than five or six of our like dear friends were also moving into that neighborhood or had already moved in. And that was um, that was really a significant mm-hmm. factor for us. Yeah. The one-acre properties are a huge draw for people. And then some, some people end up living there, and especially with your families changing, as your kids get into sports, you just don't have as much time to manage that yard. Yeah. And you're like, you right. know what? We don't need all of this right now. Maybe in the future, mm-hmm. but right now our kids are busy. We've got stuff to do, you know. It's, it's too much to, to manage that. Yeah, we're back to that now. Yeah, that you say that. <laughs> but we had about seven years in that home and neighborhood. And, like, we have all the pictures of the kids, you know, um, at different holidays and yep. um, just so many memories, you know, at that pool and meeting up with people and meeting new neighbors, not just mm-hmm. our friends. And this is a really sweet season. There. And would you say that that community pool and the playgrounds and things like that helped you guys meet more of your neighbors and Absolutely. have more rela- relationships? Absolutely. Yeah. It really was. I mean, I don't, I think it was a big reason why we moved in the first place, but after being in it, it's definitely the, the thing we love most about it was yeah. the, the ability to meet up with friends at the pool, the parks, um, especially that age of our kids. I mean, that's all we did. Every day was right. we'll meet you at the park or we'll meet you at the pool or, I mean, going on a walk. It, it was it. So yeah. very, very grateful for that yeah. season. It's idyllic. Yeah. Like, can yeah. I borrow a cup of milk? Yeah. And, oh, I love like, it. So. In a pool that you don't have to maintain either. Yeah. Very Absolutely. nice. <laughs> yeah. Now our goal is just to have friends with pools. Yeah. So that's that's yes. our our, it's our new thing. strategy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you obviously loved the quality of your homes to have built two so far. And we know you did this two more times. So what was it that caused you to continue using John Houston Homes? Did you ever consider another builder or, or walk other builders' houses or models and just for comparison's sake? 
I probably did in the early years, but always came away more appreciative of what John was trying to do and how he was trying to build homes. And um, I think we just knew too much of the story. It's like when you get up close to leaders and people and managers um, and you see like that the more you know them, the more you respect them. But it's just... I'm sure there are other options out there. We just never really considered them because it's like we knew we knew the heart too much and we knew mm. um, the integrity and no one is perfect and building is not a perfect process. But yeah, we just were too connected to the the heart and the vision behind the company. I think the, the heart for the community too and for families, we just didn't really do a lot of shopping around. Yeah, definitely. The I mean, of course, the quality is there. And, and you know, we had such insight into how they were built with Andrew's first job there. But it was really, I think, the the people um, and the more we know, is, of course, as the company keeps growing, every person you meet that's involved with uh, this company uh, cares about who you are as a person, uh, as a customer. And you don't get this feeling like, you know, you're some sort of answer to their bottom line. You feel like, man, this is this is a, I mean, not to be too cliche, but a family. And, and so I think it's, it's really rare to find that the size of this company. I mean, it's, it was one thing when there was three or four of them and of course, right. you know, mm-hmm. parties, we all you know, fr- sure. friends and family, but now to the size it is to still meet people for the first time and, and feel that and just know that they care about who you are and your story beyond just your, your house. So after you built your second home, uh, what was it that encouraged you to go on to the third one? We wanted space again. Oh, my goodness. It's like make up your minds, people. But <laughs> well, and we had a good run there. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, for some, maybe that's short, but six, seven <laughs> for us, years, that was, that was long. a long, yeah. long time. And I think we were, I mean, I can't say we're at the place like we're going to build our dream home now, but we were definitely at a place where we're going, we want to build some specific things uh, to what we're looking for now. And so I think, you know, a little bit more space. We didn't want to go to an acre, but we did want, you know, some more space now, some, some wooded, you know, area, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the kids had like those bigger toys. What are the, you know, like a little uh, hot wheel. Yeah. Kind of small. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, okay, now this, what was great, this like contained kind of small yard that we can kind of manage. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, we've, Maybe we've outgrown this a little bit. And and we um, this is the house that we built next door to some of our dear friends. Mm-hmm. And we lot shopped with them for like a year. We were not in a hurry. but um, And I think our big criteria was like, I want big trees, you know. Yeah. And so that was, we just waited and waited and waited. And we ended up in Ovilla Park uh, neighborhood. And it was just a really great house. It was, it was mm-hmm. wonderful. What were your, some of your favorite things about the house, like floor plan wise or location or? Yeah, I had a fireplace off the kitchen, which um, I called a keeping room. Um, I, I think, think that's that English. Up, I yeah. don't know. It um, sounds fancy. <laughs> yes. I like it. And, and then we had, um, I'm a kitchen person. And so in all, all four of our homes, um, I love the quality of the cabinets the granite and the the finishes and the fixtures and all that that we've had at each house. And the kitchen's just a big deal to me. So um, I think, you know, the kitchen was really pretty, uh, white windows in the kitchen. And um, that was probably 
the part I miss the most. Well, the and then the sunroom. And the sunroom. Yeah, so having a kind of Four Seasons room, oh, nice. uh, especially with how mm-hmm. beautiful the backyard was and the trees and, mm-hmm. and everything, we, we loved that, that room. And a fun story around that, you know, we, of course, uh, ended up leaving that house only because we moved and changed jobs and moved to Florida, which um, will lead us to our fourth house in a little bit. But uh, just recently, my twin sister bought that house that we were no in, so oh, it's, wow. it's back in the family. So we had <laughs> sold it when we left six Yay. years ago, and and right when we got back, in fact, the day we moved into our fourth uh, Jay Easton home, right. um, we got the news that the people that bought our house were moving. And so, <laughs> which, you know, it's not like we were going to buy it back from them or anything, but it was just funny that it happened that same day. And so that weeks really later, cool. my, my twin sister moved in, so it's back in the family. Wow. It was meant right. to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so neat. Yeah. And then yeah. you can go over and enjoy all the things exactly, you loved about yeah. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So going through the building process, do you have any fun stories about any of the sales managers? Did you guys use the same salesperson each time? Each time. Yeah, yeah. the best. Okay. Rob Poole oh, has yeah. been our, our sales manager each time. And and honestly, he's just so good. I mean, Andrew does a whole lot more with it. I don't know if it's because she has more opinions on it or not, but she she does a lot more than I do with it. But watching him... He just has the perfect balance of, you know, understanding your preference and what, you know, things that you're trying to accomplish, but also speaking into, you know, what is the, you know, appropriate thing to do here or, you know, the standard or whatever, or, you know, what what you're able to accomplish. And so I just, I love watching him, even the way he interacted with Andrea and just kind of gave his ideas, even when he needed to go stronger. He went stronger. When he wanted to go softer and just kind of floated out there, he did. But he he's he really is a master at that whole process. And I don't even think him as a salesperson. I think him more as like a, a home consultant around just how things should look and where, where they should be and how they should flow. He just, uh, he's just the best. Well, uh, you know, we have a special place for Rob in our hearts too. He's just so calm. And I if know. you knew how much he managed and you wouldn't you wouldn't even see it in his face you walk up to him and he's just calm cool and collected smile Mm -hmm. on his face wants to get to know you but meanwhile he's you know building homes for so many different families and remembers every single one of them i don't know i'm 100 percent sure i couldn't do what he does for two people at the same time same (laughs) yes yeah somehow he's always in a good mood always has time for you how you know, every time we yes. stop by, we're like, we know you don't have time. Of course I have time for you. Yes. We know you don't, but we'll we'll just receive <laughs> yeah. that and take it. And yeah, yes. he's, he's great. That makes him great at, at great at what he does. He definitely has a heart for it. Okay. Now, finally, home number four. So you guys moved to Florida for work and then coming back was the reason for home number four. Is yep. that correct? Yep. So that's why we left home three and, and we were gone for five years in West Palm Beach, Florida. You know, of course, it was a process of deciding and, and figuring out that we were going to actually uh, come back. But I mean, the the very first call when it even crossed our mind that we might come back was was to Jay's and Homes to go. What's available? What I mean, we hadn't been back in this area. I mean, we've been around, but not you know in the neighborhoods. You know, what what are you building in? Um, and that was a big part of us us deciding to come back was knowing that there was a place that we'd want to come back to and build and. And uh, so, yeah, that was, that was a, it's been a good journey this last, we've been here now nine months. Yeah. And in our home six, in our home six months. 
almost. I'm making up numbers here, but something right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Close okay. enough. Yeah. Yeah. So is this it or is this never say never? Is this home number? Is this forever home? Oh my goodness. It doesn't seem like that would be a realistic thing to, to say given everything we've shared, but this is in our minds, at least uh, while the kids are in the home. And again, we, we moved a couple doors down uh, from some of our dear friends again. And so um, that helps to kind of stay put and we're just really happy with it. I just, I can't imagine um, what we would need to do differently. Yeah. It's yeah. still very soon. Yeah. It is yes. soon, but yeah, we, I mean, yeah, there, there would be no reason for us to, <laughs> to move or build again or go. I always like the people that, that build like a much bigger house once their kids leave. I think that's always funny <laughs> yeah. and just to do to them, like you why? know, you know, yeah. we never had a pool, but we're going to put one in now that yeah. you guys oh. are out, you know? <laughs> The kids are like, why yeah. are you doing this to me? So yeah. we got, we got six years left here between right. for the last ones out of the house. So we know <laughs> we're, we're, we're very confident that we're yes. in this one yeah. uh, through that time. Yes. This home was a unique experience. We, we talked a little bit before um, because you guys did a big portion of it while you were in Florida, if not all of it. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I would say we did all of the decision making mm -hmm. in, from Florida and not just Florida, like COVID Florida. So it right. was, I remember it being like locked down. There was really no, there was, I couldn't have gone and sat at a coffee shop to have my design meeting if I wanted to. It yeah. was uh, home and the kids were doing school um, and, and we we're trying to make all these decisions um, about our home. And um, I just remember the young lady on the other side of me, on the other side of the, the screen, just being so patient listening to me I was thinking I'm tired of hearing myself talking and she just never gave me any um reason to think that she was tired of me and just kept giving me some options helping me think through my questions and we had asked if we could kind of get it like all as much decided and like so help me make decisions like help mm -hmm. you know and I really appreciated that process because um it's really overwhelming um, between Pinterest and HGTV and all the things. Yes. I mean, it is, you can go down a black hole and feel like I'll never land on something. It's like, and for me, I'm like, I like lots of different styles. Right. So then it becomes difficult. It's like, oh, and if I choose this, then it, it I can't, I can't go in this direction with it. And yeah. so that process is, is um, kind of a bit difficult for me. And I just felt very coached and served and it was like enough choices um, to feel like I could go in the direction I wanted to from a design standpoint, but not so many choices that it was like crushing or overwhelming or paralyzing. And I, mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just appreciated the balance there in the number of choices we had. And, you know, you guys have this beautiful design center, which we never got to use. I mean, now you did it. Did you get a tour through it or yes. like, like kind of Zoom yes. or FaceTime type tour through it okay. when we're in Florida? But, you know, we didn't. Yeah. So it was just talking us through every decision wow so you guys didn't get to come in in person it was all no, done it was virtually all, yeah it was all done virtually wow. which it was i mean honestly uh, yeah of course ideally you would be right. able to go to the deadline right. that's why you have it but yeah it, i think uh i mean they were just so great at accommodating that's us great. with the cross-country move type thing Yes. If only we could mail every sample to you guys yes. to look through. Yes, yes. That would be awesome. Overnight that to me, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll get back to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can so relate to what you're saying, though, because I think sometimes 
so too many options is hindering. Right. So it's having somebody that listens to you and knows that this is the balance you need. Right. You know, some people may show me all the options and then I'll be able to know what I want. But Right. You know, so it's it's very much a, a listening and a relationship building, I think, from even the design process. So is there anything that you missed while you were in Florida that you're like, oh, they just do it right in Texas as far as home architecture or even just the environment? Yeah, Whataburger. <laughs> Tacos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the architecture side, I mean, it would definitely be more around the space. I mean, you know, Florida, it's everything is scrunched together. Yeah. Um, if we have anything in Texas, we have land, you know, yes. and although that seems to be getting <laughs> less and less here, but so having not, you know, your house on top of each other is, is one of the things architecture wise. I mean, the having brick, I mean, brick is not, you know, everywhere there on your, on all homes. And right. I would say fireplaces, mm-hmm. even oh, though yeah. we found a very rare home in Florida with a fireplace, it's really not necessary there. No, mm-hmm. she would make us turn the air all cold and then we'd put a fire on. <laughs> absolutely. I love it. It's the ambiance. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> especially during Christmas time. And yeah. so uh, I'm like, this can be part of yeah. my Christmas gift, the electric bill we will get yeah. a couple weeks later. <laughs> and so having a fireplace again and actually, you know, having a need for it again maybe northerners yeah. would say it's it's not a need but yeah. i maybe i just not appreciate a need that so many days though in a row yes right certain, you've yeah. definitely used it we, we sure. have yeah. we yeah. have and and i just appreciate that um about texas yeah well andrea justin thank you both so so much for coming in and talking with us today we've heard so many great things about you and so getting to meet you in person and really Hearing your story from you was very special, and I really, really appreciated hearing from your hearts today. So thank you both so much for coming. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. I love being here with you guys. Our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you again for listening in to the Welcome Home podcast today. If you have any questions about our communities or homes, or just have some questions, general questions about the product we build or our story, feel free to visit us at www.jhoustonhomes.com. You can give us a call at 866-644-3457 or email us at info at jhoustonhomes.com. Thanks again for listening in to the Welcome Home Podcast. Welcome Welcome home. home.